Welcome everyone to today's episode of Women's Football Success. This is going to be episode 2001. 2001. This is going to be airing on September 25th and I'm so excited to be back with you guys. We're going to be airing on Wednesday nights. Um, just a real quick recap. Gridiron Beauties is on Tuesday nights. Coach Lee is on Mondays on, that's Coach Dion Lee on Mondays on JC Hawk Radio. And then of course, um, Coach Johnson is on JC Hawk Radio as well um, throughout the week. There's a couple other ones. I think there's a Coach Stone that's being, uh, being put on there through the Blog Talk Radio. Um, shout out to BJ Coletta. It's been a long time uh, impact on women's football out in um, the Sacramento area of California, up north. She's been around for a couple of weeks. No, just kidding. Um, a couple of decades. And again, we I want to show appreciation to her for um, letting us do the show on the JC Hawk Network. Um, so if you go to Blog Talk Radio and type in women's football success, you should be able to see last year's episodes, this year's episodes. We're changing things up a little bit this year and I'm really excited um, just to move forward. So I'm going to get started. Today I'm gonna talk about, I'm gonna talk about the radio show for 2019, 2020. I'm going to talk about media ethics and what you will get on women's football success. Hold on just a second. I had to make sure I had my Diet Pepsi. By the way, you can send donations of Diet Pepsi to... No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> if you were at the owner's meeting, you know that I love Diet Pepsi. Um, but so I'm going to talk about the owner's meeting the WFA owners meeting that we had this weekend in Chicago. I'm also going to talk about uh, latest uh, women's football news and share with you um, what we have coming up. Super excited about the season. If you haven't been able to get on to women's football success, and again, if you guys have ever talked to me, I'm not the most tech-savvy person when it comes to computers, phones, and anything else, really. Um, I try to get it out here. If I don't, then I have, oh, there's a bug. Hold on, sorry, it's like a cricket or something. Um, if I don't get it out here, I have need some help for somebody to get it out for me. So um, I will give pass it on to somebody and they will take care of it for me. Anyway, I'm gonna share with you some upcoming tryouts in the WFA. And then um, I guess just roll out everything that's gonna be happening. So real quick disclaimer. Um, again, my name is Lynn Marie Liberty Ellington. Um, I am co-owner of the Dallas Elite Women's Football Team. The, what else do I do? I am also an attorney. I am licensed to practice law in the state of Arkansas, but I'm not your attorney. So um, all of the information that I provide and this, you'll get this disclaimer every time I do a show, but anything that you see on any women's football websites, um, Facebook, social media, webinars, blog posts, whatever, that is not legal advice. It is all business information. And therefore, um, it does not create an attorney-client relationship between us. And good luck. No, I'm just kidding. Um, if you need any help, feel free to contact an attorney in your jurisdiction where you have a problem and um, find somebody that has experience in the type of law you need help with. Okay, so with that being said, women's football is the fun part of my week, month, year. Um, I love women's football. I have a passion for women's football. I'm I'm excited about the potential of what women's football can be. 
I'm going to share with you tonight. Okay, so we're going to talk about the radio show 2019-2020 first. So this season, I am shifting a little bit on the radio show. We're still going to provide last year's. If you guys go back and listen to all the episodes from last year, um, I stopped the episodes about when playoffs started because I focused a lot on owners information and details and um i need to put the information out what i call uh, just in time so i cannot put out every piece of information content or resource about women's football all at the same time and again it's not all just my ideas um, a lot of this information um, either was shared with me by other owners that are willing to share um, or it is stuff that we have done and it has become successful. Now, I also try to share with you things that we've done that haven't been successful in hopes to save you time and money and effort um, to get you guys kind of on the learning curve faster so you can get to making money faster than everybody else has or will be, depending on if you're already making money or not. With that being said, um, the 2019-2020 season of episodes, uh, I'm gonna focus more on players and getting stories heard, getting their information out there. I'm super excited about this. I'm still gonna put out owner stuff because I feel that that, you know, even though I put out little tidbits and little basic stuff last year, there's still about 100 million things to know about women's football um, from an owner standpoint, but there's even more from a player standpoint. So we are going to have a lot more player stuff focus um, on this season. And then, of course, coaches and staff. So um, I'm going to have some owner stuff, but a lot of player coaches and staff. So super excited about this season. We're going to be doing lots of interviews with players lots of interviews with owners, but um, mainly focusing on the support staff and the players and, and getting their stories heard. I'm super excited about this. I've been wanting to do this last year. I just, last year I really had to, um, you know, I put out a plan and a kind of a, a year one, year two sketch of how I was gonna get this information out there as organized as possible, I should say. Um, because if I just focused on one thing here and one thing there, it was crazy. I don't know if you guys remember way back in the day, I had football, the number four women, football for women. It was an online magazine for women's football. And I put out a, um, I guess it wasn't an episode. It was a magazine, an online magazine. And it had like... 25 pages in between 20 and 25 pages each month of articles stories pictures and i covered about 10 topics um and we would put different articles in there that people wanted anything to um, team of the week <laughs> hold on sorry I just need to pause this for just a second. Hold on. Pause. Sorry, when it comes to women's football, there's a lot going on. We just had our owners meeting for the WFA yesterday and things are going crazy. Okay, so let me X out of that one so nobody can see that. Okay, so we are going to be focusing on that when it comes to the radio shows. Focus on, group, on player, player, player. We'll put in some coaching stuff. We'll put in some staff stuff and owner stuff. In addition to that, we've opened up the Women's Football Success Facebook group. We've had the Facebook group, but we really haven't been focusing on it um, because I'm busy. We're busy. We're all busy. Um, but this year, we're opening up the Facebook group, and we will be doing Facebook Live um, videos 
We'll be doing interviews on there and updates in the Facebook Live. So that's going to be really cool. It's going to add the video component to our show. So we'll have the radio show that's just audio podcast. And then we will have the Facebook Lives that's going to add the video. It's going to be super cool. We're going to be able to um, share video between me and the interviewee so we can... um, so we can work on that. So that's going to be pretty cool. I think it's going to be a really cool element to our show. Um, nobody else has it and um, we are going to have it. So I'm super, super excited about that. Any other things you have to that you want to talk about? Let me get in here real quick. Before I go over to media and media ethics and what we are going to share with you, Um, A lot of what I do on Women's Football Success is share stuff from the teams. So I'm going to go through real quick um, things that the teams have put out that can be shared. Just going to go down the line on a, um, I kind of do it on a first in, first out basis. So the first notifications that I see, I will put out there. Um, just so that the owners know and so the players know. Uh, Make sure that you're getting this information out um, to me via the channels that we have um, so that I can make sure that the information gets on to Women's Football Success Radio Show. So, of course, my computer starts slowing down. Hold on just a second. For some reason... Here we go. Okay, so I'm going to start with the Seattle Spartans up in Washington. Shout out to them. They were actually at the owners meeting this weekend. And they're putting out a free girls and women's football camp. It's one day only, September 29th. So when you watch this, you're only going to have a few more days to... um, Get ready for it or register. Registration and check-in is at 9.30 in the morning. It's going to be at the Arena Sports Mill Creek, 13500 Bothell Everett Highway. Is that? I hope I'm saying that right. B-O-T-H-E-L-L Everett Highway in Mill Creek, Washington. Registration and check-in at 9.30. I suggest you get there a little bit early because if they have 10 or 12 girls check-in, sometimes uh, the line gets a little bit long. So the earlier the better. Um, Warm-up start at 10. And then a mouth guard is required. So if you don't have one, um, I recommend just heading to an Academy Sports or a Walmart. Probably an Academy Sports is better. $2.50. Workout attire and turf shoes recommended. Turf shoes. You can go to wfa-spartans.com. wfa-spartans.com for the Seattle Spartans. I want to do a shout out to the Jacksonville Dixie Blues. I'll tell you what. I am so not, I told you I'm not tech savvy. Hold on just a second. Jacksonville Dixie Blues, they were represented at the owner's meeting as well. They are holding September 28th. So what days are these? The 29th is the Sunday. So the 28th Saturday, you're going to go out to Jacksonville. Jacksonville Dixie Blues are holding um, a tryout and conditioning session. No experience is needed. You must be at least 18 years or older. Now, the Dixie Blues haven't told me this, but typically it's 18 and older by April 1st. So if you're on the cusp of 17 and older, um, I would still head out to the um, tryout and uh, give it a try. So they are at... Lusco Regional Park, L-O-S-C-O, September 28th. It's going to be from 3 to 5 p.m. They have a charge for their tryouts, but you get a T-shirt included. Free t Well, $10 T-shirt, free T-shirt, however you want to word that. You're going to go to 
Dixie Blues Football at Outlook.com if you want to contact them. Or you can go to their Facebook page and type in Jacksonville Dixie Blues. They'll come up there. They've been uh, a long-time um, WFA team and long-time football team. Um, Shout-out to Michelle and Star Robinson. Hold on just a second. Guys, I am just having a pain in the butt with this computer tonight. I need to scroll up. Here we go. Who do we got here? Let's see here. Shout out to the Inland Empire Ravens women's football team. Francis Tabor, T-A-B-O-R, is the head coach. They are having a tryout. September 28th, which is Saturday as well, open tryouts. They have a $40 tryout fee, and you get a T-shirt included with that. It's at Ryan Bonamino Park, I hope they said that right, in Riverside, California. Their tryout is from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. They ask that you bring water and your ID and an insurance card, cleats or running shoes, And they throw in there, you need to bring some motivation and hard work as well. I'm sure if you're going out to try out for women's football, you are certainly going to bring that with you. Um, if you need to contact anybody, you can contact Cynthia, 951-543-3484. Their website is ieravensfootball.com. Shout out to Cynthia about the Ravens. Okay, check it out. Here we go. Hold on. One second there. The Mile High Blaze is getting their information out super, super early. We got the Mile High Blaze in Denver, Colorado. They're the same place that um, hosted the championship weekend this year. Um, did an amazing job. Their tryouts are October 20th. So real quick, let me look at my calendar. Ba -ba -bum. October 20th, it's going to be a Sunday. 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. They have a $20 one-time registration fee. They're going to be at Montbello Rec Center in Denver, Colorado. 15555 East 53rd. In Denver you can call win here's the phone number 303-993-9945 you want to play for the mile high blaze go give it a try check them out they have a wonderful team very competitive team a great bunch of ladies very hard-working ladies if you have any questions feel free to contact win she'll answer any of them and you can also go to www.milehighblaze.com, milehighblaze. Let's see what else we got here. Now this to Thelma, Miss Thelma Banks from Derby City, Dynamite. Theirs is coming up. They're going to have what they call, they name it as a player evaluation. So if you go on their website, they might have it listed different from player tryouts. They name it a player evaluation. Same thing, right? Um, that's gonna be Saturday, October 12th at 4 p.m. It's gonna be in Louisville, Kentucky, in case you didn't know where Derby City was. They want you to come in workout gear Bring some water. They're a fine group of ladies as well. Uh, Thelma and Wynn were both at the owners meeting over the weekend. And I'm trying to see if there's anything else. I'm not able for some reason. Hold on just a second. Bring water and plenty of heart. There you go. It's at Peter, Peter Burke, sorry, Petersburg Park, 5008 East Indian Trail, Louisville, Kentucky. 
if I, if you guys don't want to rewind to hear the locations and all the details that I give, um, just reach out to either um, their Facebook page. If you type in Derby City Dynamite, they'll come up um, or uh, website. Uh, but typically every team has a Facebook page and they can be contacted through that. There's typically somebody on there um, within hours of somebody sending a message. So um, just reach out to them and they'll get you taken care of. Again, that's on October 12th at 4 p.m. Let's see here. Boop, boop, boop. Mississippi Royalty. Hold on just a second. I got two different posts here. Hold on just a second. Mississippi Royalty Tryouts. Hattiesburg, Mississippi. October 19th and October 26th. Now, when I see two um, tryouts, I always tell people to go to the first one. Um, two reasons. You can go to the first one. If you don't do so good, you can go to the second one and you know kind of what to expect, right? But also... And this, I mean, it's not a problem on every team, but it is a problem on some teams. If you go to that first tryout, um, you might get there before they have too many players. Some teams get a lot of players, some teams don't. I'm not sure how Mississippi Royalty is doing um, today, but I always recommend for a player to go to an earlier tryout rather than a later one, because you just, you kind of get to learn what you, can do and you can always come back to the second trial i mean i shouldn't say that because some teams may not let you but most teams will allow you to come back to a second trial if you either don't do very good the first trial or um you want to try and improve your times for the second trial besides that a lot of the teams like for players to go to as many tryouts as possible just to get those extra workouts in with team players i'll share with you what we do at the dallas elite um, coming up here in a couple days um, for women's for our tryout in women's football and um, ours is going to be coming up soon um, real quick Mississippi Royalties is at 201 San Antonio Drive Hattiesburg Mississippi they're from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. on both October 19th and October 26th if you need to talk to them or ask any questions, you're going to want to go to their Facebook page, Mississippi Royalty Women's Football, and uh, you'll get somebody to answer your questions there for sure. Okay. I got... Biloxi, Mississippi. In case you haven't heard yet, the WFA has a team Sorry about that. I'm getting we're getting there's lots going on in women's football all the time, so we're getting lit up on the T on the telephone. So, let me focus. Mississippi Royalty Another shout out, 201 San Antonio Drive, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, October 19th and October 26th, both days. It's going to be from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. I suggest you go earlier rather than later so that they can know how many people they're getting into their uh, tryouts, ladies. I don't know why that popped back and forth on that screen. Gulf Coast Monarchy, Biloxi, Mississippi. Let me see what days they're doing. So they're having a tryout on October 18th, which is a Friday. And November 2nd, which is a Saturday. 18 years or older. Now, again, you ladies out there, you know, this is, 
Biloxi, Mississippi. I actually went to basic or not basic training, but tech school for the Air Force in Biloxi, Mississippi, the 333rd. Um, you don't have to be 18 or older at tryouts. You have to be 18 or older by April for the first game. April 1st, I believe, is the April 1st, April 6th, something like that uh, for the first game. Gulf Coast Monarchy. It's going to be at 575 Division Street, Biloxi, Mississippi. They want you to bring your identification and a registration fee to try out. The registration fee is $30. You get a t-shirt for that included. And I really like their symbol. It's really cool. It's got the, the crown on it for the monarchy. That's cute. Um, bah, 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 bah. Okay. Contact is 601-433-6625. For any additional questions, they will answer them all right there. And again, they have a Facebook page, so you can go to their Facebook and check that out. Hold on. Sorry, we got stuff going on here. Okay, check it out. Sorry, guys, I'm. this is not the time for everybody to be texting me. So hold off a minute. Uh, sorry, and shout out to Mr. Rich Daniel. He was at the... Um, Women's Football Alliance owners meeting as well with the DC Divas, a longtime team. Shout out. Um, they are looking for somebody, anybody, a lot of women to become part of the historic 20th season for the DC Divas. Try our, our Sunday, this Sunday, September 29th, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's at the St. James the St. James, 6805 Industrial Road, Springfield, Virginia. They want you to go register at the dcdivas.com website, and you can email your questions, issue any any questions you have, divasgm, divasgm at gmail.com. Reach out to the divas, ask any questions you need. Again, 18 or older. Um, their tryout is an hour long, so they're probably cranking through it pretty fast. So they want you to be ready to go when you get there, okay? Who's ready for some women's football this season? Oh my goodness. This is crazy. I. It's hard to get through the, the darn radio show with all these people. I'm just kidding. I love you guys. Okay, Capital City, Capital City Savages. We uh, saw them at the owners meeting as well. They have an awesome t-shirt, by the way. Shout out for Capital City Savages t-shirts. Uh, you guys have a tryout September 29th, this Saturday, 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. It's outdoors, they're telling you that. Um, I'm guessing, make sure you're dressed for weather, uh, rain, snow, sleet, I don't know, um, but you should be okay. We should be okay this weekend, I think. It's at Perry High School, 2555 West Britton, B-R-I-T-T-O-N Road. You can call them directly for any questions or to RSVP, let them know that you're going to be there. I... You're, if you're somebody and you're interested in possibly um, sorry I just got another post sorry um, if you are not sure if you're gonna go I recommend you RSVP give yourself a reason to be there go get it done see how you do um, if you don't like how you perform, then be ready to show up at, at another tryout. Typically, if you ask them, they'll probably let you come back and and uh, and do another tryout if they need if you need to. Sometimes you'll be surprised that the adrenaline and the excitement of doing this and being around other women that like the sport, um, you you do better than you think you will. Um, but their phone number three three zero two two one seven three one nine. Capital City Savages. 
And it looks like you can RSVP on Facebook for their Facebook event and let them know about how many people to expect. Minimize that. It's like everybody wants to talk right when I'm doing this. Shout out. It looks like somebody did a beautiful map of all the teams. It looks like I think that's all that I have to post out there for now. I know that the Dallas Elite Women's Football Team, we have, hold on, we have a uh, tryout going on this next week. Hold on, Dallas. Sorry, I didn't even put it in the place that I'm supposed to put it because I was going to talk about it anyway. Wow, wow. Dallas Elite Women's Football. Why is it not there? Check it out. So we have tryouts. Come on. Why is it not there? We have a tryout October 5th. From 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. You need to go register at DallasEliteWomen'sFootball.com, and you it goes into our um, potential player page. Somebody contacts you, puts you in our potential player page, so that you can get all of our information. Um, so that's October fifth. We don't put out the location. You guys need to contact us if you want to be told where the location is. And again, I am not sure why. I had a, another one that I did today, and it was awesome. And I don't know why it did not show up. Anyway, sorry, guys. Got off topic. Bam, chikawawa. Okay. So that's what we have as far as announcements for this week. Let me real quick and check how much time I got here. Okay, we've been going about 30 minutes. I'm going to switch over and let's talk about media ethics because one of the reasons why I kind of shifted gears this season is that women's football is not getting the media attention or the media um, avenues on social media, whether it's Facebook, whatever, Facebook, Instagram, uh, podcasts, etc. Uh, it's not getting the exposure that we need and it's not getting the exposure in true, accurate information. So I want to make sure that, uh, you know, if you're going to do something, you might as well do it yourself. No, I, I don't have a lot of time to um, devote to it, but when I do, I want to make sure that it's done properly. And one of the things that really bothers me is being able to make sure that accurate information gets out about Women's Football Alliance, the WFA. And if you don't know me already, I am pro WFA. I've, I love the WFA. Um, I've always been with the WFA. Um, and it's no secret. I don't try to um, disguise it or have a bias without telling you it, it is out there. Um, I am going to talk to you about Women's Football Alliance. Um, it's going to be players from the Women's Football Alliance. It's going to be coaches and staff and owners from the Women's Football Alliance. Um, and I want them to be able to share their stories and get the information out there. So real quick, I want to share with you. Um, and this kind of goes back to the legality and the ethical uh, purpose of this. I really, I'm really about being an open book and having uh, major transparency in everything that I do. That's why I share with you that I'm an attorney on the front end um, and make sure that you guys know, um, I'll sue you, no, I'm just kidding. Um, make sure that you guys know that um, I try to make, I try to make sure that I share the information identically with everybody. And a lot of times people will say, oh my gosh, you said that the same way last time or 
my in fact my my players do it too they're like you say the same thing to me and then you'll repeat it again the reason i do that is not because i'm a broken record but it's because i want when when player number six talks to player number 25 they have the same story for me one of them can't say oh well that's not what she told me she told me this or she told me that so I, I tell them the same thing. I make sure that I kind of regurgitate it the same way so that everybody's on the same page. No, I don't have a favorite player and no, you are not it. Yes, I may like you. Yes, I may love you, but you still have to pay your player fee. Um, that's, you know, I, I try not to um, be rude to anybody. I try to be respectful as best I can, but... Um, I want to make sure that everybody gets the same story every time. With that being said, um, like I said, one of the reasons why I really wanted to put this out there is to have some ethical media contributions to women's football and um, understand, let people understand or make sure people are aware that there are actual journalism or media ethics that people are supposed to follow and if they're not it's bad um and they owe a duty or responsibility to the people that they're reporting to and communicating to with accurate information so i was going to share with you guys kind of the core principles of media and uh putting a so this has, if you're doing a blogs, if you're doing social media, whether it's Facebook or, or not necessarily Instagram, because that's typically pictures, but you do put information out there and you do it, you are responsible for it being, meeting these core principles. So spinning your story to say something else or telling people that you, oh, you can't share that story because I don't like what it says about these people is not accurate reporting. So um, I'm going to share with you guys what you can get from me on the Women's Football Success Media, whether it's on the Facebook group or on the podcast. So I'm all about reporting the truth with accuracy. If I'm sharing a story and it's just my opinion, I will tell you that it's just my opinion. Okay. If I'm telling you that this is based on truth, fact, or accuracy, I will provide supporting information for my claim. So if I say Zenith is the best helmet on the planet, and I say that's my opinion, it may still be fact and it may be accurate, but because I don't have the documentation or the evidence to back me up right here, it's just my opinion. Now, if they want to send me that, I will be more than happy to share it. Um, but it is my opinion that Zenith is doing a wonderful job of sponsoring the Women's Football Alliance. And um, I don't mind sharing my opinion that I think that um, it is a very good quality product. Um, but that's truth and accuracy that you'll get from me. When it comes to another core component or principle of media ethics is independence. So typically a journalist must be an independent voice. They're not being paid by, I'm not being paid by the WFA. Um, they're not being paid by a certain person or they don't have special interests or a political agenda or cultural agenda or corporate agenda. Um, they are an independent voice and they share that with their audience. Um, now, with that being said, you cannot be independent as long as you share it with them. So I can tell you right now that I am not pro any other league. There are many leagues I don't have a problem with and they are just fine. But I am pro-WFA, 
on this on this radio show. And I don't try to hide my bias or hide my um, lack of interest in other leagues. Um, I will tell you that I um, share, um, how do I say this? I don't have a problem with many other leagues. Um, I talk to them on a regular basis. Um, they don't have a problem with me. Um, I don't have a problem with very many other teams, um, even teams that are in my own area. Um, the Arlington Impact sat right next to us at the owners meeting over the weekend. Um, I have no problem with Arlington Impact. Shout out to those ladies. Um, and I know they have a tryout coming up as well. Um, but I didn't get that information on here. As soon as I, they, I get it, I will share with you guys that information. So I'm sharing my competitors' tryout information. Perfectly fine. It's okay. Um, that's how it should be done in women's football. With that being said, fairness and impartiality is the third core principle of media ethics. Fairness and impartiality. So... Most stories have two sides. There's no doubt about that. Now, um, there's no obligation to present both sides in every story that you share, but it should be balanced in your content. Um, that's not always possible. Sometimes stories are just really, really bad, and that's the story, and it's really, really bad. Um But um, impartial reporting is based on confidence that, and the, that goes back to the accuracy and the fairness. Um, so when somebody tells you that, oh, you shouldn't be able to share that, we don't want you to share that story on our thing because it's not pro WFA. Well or it's not pro whatever, um, then you should really have a, a question about are they really trying to provide the an accurate story? Um, now, I'll always provide an accurate story. Um, I don't, um, I won't enjoy it if it's a bad story, but it will definitely be accurate. Um, the fourth principle for fourth co core principle is humanity. Journalists should do no harm. Uh, what they publish or broadcast shouldn't be hurtful. And knowing that their words have impact on other people is important. Um, but again, I won't lie about a story just so that it makes somebody feel better, right? I'm not gonna. I'm not going to um, be inaccurate so that you can save face, right? Um, and then finally, fifth, the fifth component of communicating women's football alliance information and women's football success information. Um, is having that accountability, professionalism and responsible um, journalism or responsible ethical behavior. Um, because I can, that allows me to sleep at night and um, it, I can hold myself accountable for what I'm saying. Um, and I don't know that if I'm sharing deceitful or deceptive stories, I could really um, feel good about myself and feel good about women's football. So that's just real quick. I just wanted to share that in there, post that, that that's what you can expect from women's football success and um, our reporting. I am not always going to be able to be the one, sorry, where's my soda at? I'm not always going to be able to be the one that is um, hosting the show because of time constraints and, and other things that I have that I do. But um, I'm going to try and do my best um, to devote and separate out that um, that hour 
um, of radio podcasts and that hour of live on Facebook. And then I have a couple of people that assist me that will help to moderate the group and um, keep those um, things flowing daily. Um, so yeah, so we're good. Um, so yeah, we're good there. The uh, Next I'm gonna talk about, I hope you guys understand about the media ethics and what I um, feel is important to be shared on Women's Football Alliance when it comes to on Women's Football Success uh, media outlets because I wanna make sure that all of these women's stories are told, but I wanna make sure that they're accurate and they're in their own words. And um, so I'm excited about that. Um, and I wanna make sure that um, we continue to grow the integrity of women's football through this process. Okay, so let's kind of switch over. I have about 14 minutes to finish up here. I'm gonna talk about the WFA owners meeting and how fabulous it was. I'm gonna talk about the components that we went through over the weekend, you may, we got pictures out there. I'm not sure if those have been posted out to all of social media or not. Um, but we had, I wanna say, and again, accuracy is my best policy. I wanna say we had 70, between 70 and 72 people in the room and that was between 55 and 60 teams represented. 55, 58, something like that. I know there were some teams that weren't there. Um, I know that there was at least five teams that weren't there um, and I can't count for sure if there was more than five, maybe seven teams weren't there. But, um, so our map is currently showing about 62, um, we have a couple more teams coming on, so about 65 teams sitting right now. And a lot of things to change here in the coming weeks, I'm sure. Um, so we had our owners meeting, so let's really kind of bear it, because this is what everybody wants to know, right? That's why I left it for the end. See, it can still be ethical. It just creates this, you know, climax. Um, I'm just kidding. Anyway, um, so we had the owners meeting. We met a ton of people. Several new owners came to their first owners meeting. Um, I'm going to share with you, um, because there's been a lot of stuff out there on social media. Um, some people are like, I don't even know what social media is talking about. What are you, what are you talking about? Um, a lot of talk in the social media before the owners meeting about the tier system and the teams and... Uh, the pricing structure and rules and enforcing rules, stuff like that. So we really, I mean, I think that this is probably the best owner meeting, owners meeting that we've had. I don't know if everybody else would say that, but I think this is the best owners meeting we had. Um, Las Vegas was way fun because we were at the casino, but this was the, the most, I think we got the most done at this um, owners meeting. Um, it started out, we so we met all of Friday, or I'm sorry, that's wrong. We traveled all of Friday. A lot of people got there Friday day, Friday evening. And then we hit the ground running at like 9 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. And basically had a couple breaks and a lunch break. Shout out, the food was pretty darn good. For, for hotel food, right? Um, it was pretty good. And then um, we ended about 5 o'clock with the um, meeting, the official meeting. And then we went out into the bar um, or the little outside little cafe area and proceeded to have a whole nother meeting. Um, probably, I wanna say until eight or nine at night-ish was when we kind of wrapped up the women's football talks 
And then on Sunday, sorry. And then on Sunday, we um, started about nine while everybody went down to breakfast at like eight. So we started talking at breakfast. We started, then we went into the room from nine till noon, but we actually ended, didn't get out of there till 1245. Some people had to leave to catch flights and stuff like that. So um, I think that it was a really, really good um, meeting. Uh, the, I mean, we were just working the whole time. I feel that we were really pounding out some things. I loved seeing how all the teams interacted together. Um, I was really impressed at the professionalism and um, the ability to let people speak and talk and voice their opinions, but it, it didn't get out of hand, um, you know, where people just went rambling on and on and on. Um, it really seemed like people um, had a lot of respect for everybody's time and the, the amount of time and effort that it took to get to the owner's meeting. So that was awesome. Um, we talked a lot about um, the number of teams that we have, uh, the divisions. So I think that's probably the biggest thing that people are going to be talking about here this week, about what happened with divisions. Okay, so can I burst your bubble or not? Um, so a lot of what we did this weekend is uh, we set up committees um, to evaluate what, we, what should be done. I love that all of the teams, you know, were able to put in some input. Um, I, you know, there was kind of three or four different ideas kind of set out there as kind of the basics. And then let's see if we can come up with anything better or different or kind of a amalgam or I don't want to use such a big word, um, kind of a, I don't know, flexible creation of one or two or three of the different uh, models. And uh, people were able to voice their opinion. Oh, I really don't like this component of this because of this. And I really like the, this component. And I'd really like to see this many games or that many games, or I'd really like to see an extra round of playoffs or uh, no, I'd like to see less rounds of playoffs. all this good stuff. Should we, should we have three tiers? Should we have two tiers? Should we have no tiers? I mean, everybody kind of voiced their opinion. Um, and then we created a committee and everyone say, how did the committee get created? Well, um, there were some basic people already in the committee, but anybody that wanted to put their name in the hat to be part of the committee um, was able to do so and, and voice that to the board so that they could all kind of become a committee. And um, it was interesting to see. I was, I was kind of surprised. Um, I thought that it was going to be a whole big, crazy, I want to change everything type of view and I was really surprised that it was not that um, but I did like that people were able to voice their opinions um, I can tell that you know some people hope for more changes than others some people felt that everything's just fine the way it is so um, I'm curious to see what happens what what ultimately I like the most about it is that um, many of the teams were like look I'm you know we're gonna have this committee make this decision and this is what this decision is gonna be um, you know, when you bring, just like on a football team, when you bring 60 women together, you're not going to get a consensus and, and make everybody happy. And I think that that's what kind of what the teams feel is that when you get 60 different teams, that not every team is going to be happy with the result, but everybody was kind of, you know, we're just going to kind of go with what the decision is. Um, that was similar in all of the other uh, types of things. We talked about some rule changes um, and a committee was formed for that. Um, we talked about next year's championship and no, I'm not telling you where it's at. <laughs> um, so we talked, so there's a committee's been formed to discuss for the, the championship and a committee's been formed about um, safety and, and uh, that kind of thing because in women's football or any football for that matter, um, safety is always an issue and it's um, on the top of Lisa's mind and on the top of all the owners mind is to make sure that players are safe and um, and the the games are run as safe as possible. I mean, this is a, a dangerous sport and uh, injuries happen, but um, if we can, you know, do whatever we possibly can to make it as safe as possible, that's the best thing for everybody. Um, so we talked a lot about that and uh, 
a safety committee was formed for that. Um, and I just like the fact that people wanted to participate and um, kind of collectively come together to take care of this league. Um, I love it. I think that we are in a good place when it comes to women's football. I think that many of the teams really um, understand that this is a huge thing. It's a huge industry. It's it, it can be very successful. And so many people are willing to step up and um, really um, do a little bit so that a few people don't have to do everything. So I thought that was really awesome. Um, I hope, let's see, I'm trying to think of any other things. I mean, we talked about different things, uh, policies about locker rooms, policies about types of uh, um, fields that you can have, um, roster sizes, um, what's, you know, if we're going to make changes to determine who is a, in what division and how many divisions are going to be created. So all those things were put out there. And I here's the other thing that I thought was awesome. Let me make sure I don't run over time. Okay, I only got two minutes. Um, I thought it was awesome that, uh, we you know, we had an agenda and then we had kind of an open forum time where people could just voice anything. And um, I feel like we just really got everything answered, everything kind of, no, you know, none of the, none of the topics were too small. Everything got talked about. If somebody put out there a question about jerseys or a question about film or a question about anything that, that um, somebody um, within the room was willing to answer the question, I thought that was awesome. Real quick, um, I thought it was an awesome uh, meeting. I can't wait for next year's meeting already. Um, real quick before I go, I got one minute left, two minutes left. You can reach out to me via Women's Football Success on Facebook. You can go to um, Super Small Biz is where I have the website right now. So Super Small Biz is where I do all my consulting of small businesses. And there's a little page down there that says Women's Football. Click on that and you can get to the website with all of these resources. I also put a bunch of the resources on the Women's Football Alliance owners page. Um, and then again, now we have the Women's Football Success Facebook group that you all can become a part of. Click in there. We're going to have resources there, discussions, everything. If you cannot reach me through any one of those, then I don't know what to tell you. No, um, you can reach out to my phone if, if my phone number is not on it goes straight to my cell phone so 479-747-3693 i hope you guys have a great evening we had a few posters about tryouts coming up feel free to get that share 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 information about the wfa with other wfa teams just because you're in portland oregon or you're in baltimore or you're in florida does not mean you don't know somebody that may be in California or Illinois or Iowa that needs to go to a tryout and get into women's football. You guys have a great night and um, can't wait to see what happens tomorrow. You guys talk, talk to you later. Bye-bye.